Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. want to talk to you about God's anointed. If you ever wonder what our attitude as Christians should be toward the Jews and Israel, consider this psalm. This is Psalm 129. Many a time they have afflicted me from my youth. Let Israel now say, Many a time they have afflicted me from my youth, yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed on my back. They made their furrows long. The Lord is righteous. He has cut in pieces the cords of the wicked. Let all those who hate Zion be put to shame and turned back. Let them be as the grass on the housetops, which withers before it grows up, with which the reaper does not feel his hand, nor he who binds sheaves his arms. Neither let those who pass by them say, The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Israel is still anointed of the Lord. They are still a part of God's family and plan. Just because we are grafted in as Gentiles, they are not removed. They can, of course, remove themselves, just as we can pull away from God. But see how David regarded Saul, God's anointed, even when Saul wrongfully sought to kill David. 1 Samuel chapter 24, verses 4-7 through 7. Then the men of David said to him, This is the day of which the Lord said to you, Behold, I will deliver your enemy into your hand, that you may do to him as it seems good to you. And David arose and secretly cut off a corner of Saul's robe. Now it happened afterward, that David's heart troubled him because he had cut Saul's robe. And he said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch out my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. So David restrained his servants with these words and did not allow them to rise against Saul. And Saul got up from the cave and went on his way. Now I want to give you some context and some background on this. David had already been anointed of God himself. He had been given the Spirit of God to be the king. Saul, even though he had been anointed and chosen by God to be king, he had, he had disobeyed to such an extent that had been removed from him, and he was no longer going to remain king. David was going to be king. Now Saul knew this, and he was wanting to kill David. So I want to get a comparison here and kind of juxtapose these two men and think of them as examples of people, groups of people, society in the world today. David. He is the anointed. He knows he's going to be king. That's the way it's going to be. Saul knows he has been king and knows that he has lost his anointing and knows that he will not remain in his role. 
but he is remaining rebellious and he's trying to kill David so he can keep his mm, kingdom so he can he can remain king but David because he knew that Saul was God's choice was anointed of God to be the king of Israel first he could not bring himself to hurt Saul here in this cave he and his men were hiding Saul came in to relieve himself and um, it was just one of those things. It just happened that he was in there. He could have killed Saul, but he didn't. He cut off a little piece of his robe, and he ended up showing it to him and proving to him, hey, I could have killed you, but I didn't. I will not do you any harm. And Saul, again, repented or relented for a short time. We know that Saul eventually still keeps coming after David. Though in the end, Saul dies fighting the Philistines, so David does not kill Saul. I don't believe from the way David spoke and acted that he would have ever killed Saul. But the idea here is, David maintained that respect and love and care for Saul, even when Saul didn't for him. And I mention all this and talk about all this because the Jews in Israel, they, they came before us and they were the original anointed people and they still are. If they choose to follow God, if they choose to follow the Lord, they still are. We are just grafted in. Israel is far from our enemy. Jewish people are not our enemy. There's still a lot of prejudice and a lot of people who talk about Israel and look at them in a very bad light. But they are not our enemy. On the contrary, they are our ally in a part of the world that hates us because of our beliefs and freedoms. And we should stand with them and support them. Even if you don't, look at, don't want to look at them from a spiritual, religious sense as being God's anointed, we still don't have any reason to not stand with them and support them. For those that want to hate Israel and support the terrorist organizations, go live with those people, especially you women. I don't understand women who fall for this, but if you believe that, you, that these terrorist organizations and these other nations over there are so correct, go live with them. Go be their property, for that is how they will regard you, if you're lucky. See what freedom you have under those people and their beliefs. See how long they will listen to your self-righteous nonsense. Now be aware, I'm speaking sarcastically. I don't want anyone to go and live under those conditions with those type of people. Israel is the only true nation of freedom there in that part of the world that I'm aware of. Now I'm going to say that I'm aware of there could be somebody else that I'm not thinking of. But as far as I know, they're the only ones that are really there that are free and able to live their lives. You know, they're surrounded by enemies, though, so it's tough. But, you know, perhaps before we think or speak or act, you know, we should really know what we're supporting. We should really take the time to find out what are we supporting when we say that we 
are against Israel and we side with these terrorist groups. And on another point of the same idea and the same message of God's anointed and not being against God's anointed, we as Christians, when we look at other Christians, we need to realize every one of them, every Christian we see, is God's anointed. They're trying to follow God. It doesn't mean they're perfect. It doesn't mean they have everything right. I know I don't either. None of us do. But they're trying to follow God. And we need to honor them also, like David did Saul. We need to care about them and respect them. It's not that you can't try to teach them something if, they, if they're wrong, if they have something wrong, if they think somehow they think stealing is, wrong, is okay, or if they think uh, prejudice is okay, or if they think abortion is okay. It's not that you can't talk to them and try to speak to them and educate them. But you have to remember, if they're a Christian, if they're following the Lord, or at least they're trying, just like the rest of us are trying, then we need to recognize that and treat them as God's anointed. We don't need to be their enemy, and they don't, we don't need to make them our enemy. That doesn't help anyone. So I want to thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.